with all that's happening in the world, we are wishing you all the best in health, happiness, and love. Be safe. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Lunita. We're just two parents coming at you from our tiny-ass apartment in Brooklyn. I'm Justin. And I'm Nina. And Luna is actually down for a nap, so uh, welcome to the show. Today, we're discussing moving in together. We'll be discussing reasons to move in together, some things to consider, and what to expect during those first few months cohabitating with one another, and of course, some pro tips. Ready to take that relationship to the very next level. As usual, we've created a supplemental blog post to go along with the episode, so be sure to check out lunita.nyc for additional information and resources. A little background information Justin and I both lived with partners prior to us being together as a couple. Those relationships did not work out, and we found ourselves living in the same city. Long story short, I found myself looking for a roommate on Craigslist, and Justin showed up. So while we did not initially live together as a couple, we have moved around quite a bit since becoming a couple. Yeah, so while we actually met each other as roommates, we have had the discussion multiple times of moving in together and what that would look like and what it's like to create a home together. So this is a culmination of our experiences living both with each other and um, previous partners. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're jumping into it. Uh, reasons to move in together. So number one for me is convenience. Say you and your partner are spending a lot of time together, having a lot of sleepovers, more days than not, and one person is always at the other person's home or in the other person's space to the point where going home to your apartment or your space has become an inconvenience. Yeah, you have your work clothes there. It's closer to where you work. You have your gym clothes there. You You have PJs there. there. You have your curling iron there. Like all your shit is there. You're basically just bouncing back from your apartment to get fresh clothes and occasionally do some laundry and like feed your turtle to. Yeah. And just to give each other a little bit of space or something. Yeah. But ultimately you're not really buying groceries at your apartment. It starts to feel like maybe I should sublet my room or I don't really know. So when it gets to that point and it's more convenient for you to cohabitate with your partner, that might be a sign you're moving towards moving in together. Yeah, definitely. And piggybacking on that for number two, saving on the rent. Seriously. You know, if you're always at your partner's place, there is no point in Y'all both spending money on rent. There's really no point in that. Think of all the things you could do with that extra money. uh, So many things. Move in with your partner, maybe to a little bit of a nicer, bigger space. You could go out 
more date you nights go, yeah vacations furniture new shoes whatever you want to spend it the on most or you comfortable could save it. bed you've ever owned in your why entire life why are we life? so wasteful and we're just telling people how to spend their money <laughs> or you could invest it yeah and yeah, save yeah. It. maybe save it me and justin are clearly big spenders but yeah it's important to think about if you feel like you're paying two rents or two sets of utility bills one for the place that you're never at don't it's a logical choice. It is. It's a smart choice. It is. That takes us to number three. All right. Someone is in between leases. Yeah. So I like to look at being in between leases when you're in a stable, healthy relationship as an opportunity. Opportunity being you get to test out the waters and see if moving in together is right for y'all. Yeah, we actually had a moment where you were in between leases and had come and moved in with me. Yeah. And, you know, although we had lived together prior to that, it still was a nice little trial period. And the beauty of this quote unquote trial period is that there is a vague end in the future. Yeah. When you're going to get your own apartment again. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not ready to move in together all the way. But um, you want to see what it would be like to move in together. Being in between leases is a really good time to test the waters out, you know? Yeah, I highly recommend. Yeah, I it was. I think it was great for us. And talk about, you know, some stress relief. You totally. don't have to worry about running around, finding a spot immediately. Gives you a little bit of flexibility. In the long run, saves you on probably your next apartment or your next lease. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, or it can. Definitely. Something to think about. All right. Number four, getting away from shitty roommates. Yeah. We've all had some shitty roommates. And uh, not all of my roommates have been shitty, but I've had a couple. Yeah. Not all. uh, I actually have enjoyed a lot of my roommates. Um, Consider them good friends of mine still to this day. Most of mine, same. Yeah. But we all get to that point where we just. I don't want to say we all get to that point, but a lot of us get to that point where we're just tired of having roommates. You're tired of having to put your name on the milk. You're tired of having to do everybody else's dishes. Oh, my God. We're talking about go around and collect rent from everybody or bills from everybody. We're talking about the roommates that suck, not the roommates that are cool. Okay, if you have a Grace and Frankie situation, that's dope. But. For the people out there that are like, I just can't do roommates anymore. I'm fucking over it. I'm too grown for this. I don't want this anymore. And your partner is in a similar situation. Guess what? Cancel out the middleman. Make your partner your roommate. Yeah, totally. You won't regret it. Unless you end up regretting it. Unless you you do. (laughs) That sucks. You know, best of luck. Life happens. All right. Number five. Our final reason to move in together here. This your, is kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Um, your relationship has evolved to the next level. Yeah, you're just ready. Yeah, moving in together is the next logical step in your progression towards whatever solidifying your relationship is. or whatever your yeah whatever your end goal of the relationship is. Totally, and um, it's important that both you and your partner feel that you're ready for this step. We don't want to pressure anybody into moving in 
with someone. But yeah, once you know your relationship has evolved to the next level, you know. So that actually takes us right into our next topic here. Um, Some things to consider before moving in together. Yeah, there should be some thought behind it, right? Yeah, there definitely should be some thought behind it. Uh, Just because you have all these reasons to move in together doesn't mean that moving in together is the right decision for you. Totally. So, you know, with that, let's talk about the things that you should consider. Uh, Number one, uh, you've decided that you want this relationship to work. This is probably the most important thing to consider. (laughs) If you know that you are planning on leaving this person eventually or you don't see a future with this person, don't waste everybody's time. Don't do that. That's shitty. Yeah, that's just shitty. You're yeah. a shithead. Also, <laughs> dear shitheads, uh, don't be cheating. Don't be dishonest. Don't be telling your partner you're completely devoted and monogamous and still have your Tinder account open if that's not where y'all are at. So deciding that the relationship is worth working on and that you want the relationship to work means being honest about yourself. It means, for the most part, unless you're in an open situation, saying goodbye to your single life. For some of y'all petty ass bitches that take some mourning, you know, it's hard. But if you're not ready to stop being single, don't move in with somebody. Yeah, yeah it's pretty unless, straightforward. Unless, unless of course, you've had conversations about yeah. it and that's where How your you relationship roll. is, which is cool. And that's cool. But we want to start it off on a foundation of honesty. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Number two, you've talked about moving in together. This is a conversation that you and your partner have had multiple times. Not sober. just Yeah, sober. Um, not just a one-off, like, they walk into an apartment with you and say, oh, geez, we should really move in together sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, totally. chuckle about it and then... That doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Babe. Having a serious conversation about what your future looks like together and why you would want to move in together. Definitely something to consider. Next, you've already gone through a major fight. This is just a suggestion. You do not have to have gone through some sort of major fight. Yeah, don't go picking a fight for no reason. Yeah, but, um, you know, major fights can can be the end of a relationship or that point in a relationship where you know that, yes, we can make it through difficult situations or trying times. Also, you learn a lot about a person when you fight with them. You learn about it how they are holding on to anger or resentment or how they are when they get upset or just how they fight, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Obviously, a major fight should be one that doesn't cause any significant long-term harm. But that's... Yeah, or immediate harm. Yeah, any harm. physical harm. No, none of that. That does not mean take the next step forward. That means take a step back. Yeah, and with that, we'll jump into number four, which is you have listened to the Lunita episode on foundations of a happy relationship, and you feel you've got your foundations down. And you feel that none of the red flags apply to you. 
Yeah, definitely. So um, if you haven't checked that out, lunita.nyc, give it a listen, go to the blog, check out those red flags. If any of those red flags stick out to you and remind you of a partner that you have, do not move in together. Do not. Cut ties. Peace. Peace. So next, what to expect when moving in together? So now you've got your reasons for moving in together. You've considered what we just talked about, and you are ready to take the next step. Good for you. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a big step. Seriously. So what can they expect when moving in together? So for me, you need to be willing to compromise and to consolidate your belongings. It is not fair for you to want to keep the bed, the mattress, the dresser, all your plants, all your family photos, and then not offer the same opportunities for your partner. So if you have a lot of stuff, you have to have a conversation about whose stuff goes in storage, what can we get rid of, and ultimately, how do we want to combine our styles, our tastes, and our things that have significant value and meaning to us into one cohesive home. Yeah, you don't want to just jump right into this and bring all of your shit and then bring all their shit and then you're sitting there in a house full of shit. No, that sounds terrible. We've all seen hoarders. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, But seriously, if both you and your partner have a lot of things Maybe you have things that are good enough, but you don't love them. Like you each have a couch that works, but it smells like farts and it's not that nice. Maybe instead of fighting over whose couch to keep, you just agree to get a new one. And get one together. Yeah, you're building a space together. You're building a new home together. It is nice to get a few pieces together because it solidifies a new beginning. I feel like you don't have to spend a lot of money, right? There are places that you can go Yeah. you... We, I mean, we actually recommend apartmentdeco.com, A-P-T-D-E-C-O.com. They're uh, fantastic for buying and selling used furniture throughout the five boroughs. Yeah, it's been wonderful to us. We found some really good furniture on there. Also, honestly, uh, found a couple of pieces on Craigslist. Yeah, but the point is consolidating your things is an important step into deciding how you want your home to look and feel. Nobody wants to live in a place where they feel like, oh, this is all my partner stuff. I don't want to get anything messy or this or that. Like You want it to feel like both people can be comfortable in their new home together. Yeah, definitely. I agree. All right. What's next on the list, love? I have expect arguing. I mean, sure. You're two different people coming into a space together. You're going to be losing your quote unquote freedom. In some ways. In some ways. It's also a huge transitional period in everybody's life. It really is. You might find out things about your partner that you don't like. Like they don't flush the toilet or... They always, for some reason, use your toothbrush instead of their own toothbrush. Or they like... 
don't clean up yeah. or leave glasses all over the place or never do the dishes he's or, you know, name the damn. Me, <laughs> I'm not he's roasting, roasting me. Damn. But um, I feel exposed. No, man. Shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, expect a little bit more arguing just because it can be a tense time. It's important when you're getting into a stupid little fight with your partner to take a moment, take a breather and say, hold on, pause. What is this fight really about? Does this really matter? Or are we both just stressed out? Yeah. And I do have to say a quick walk around the block goes a long way. Yeah, for real. Because remember, you had your space that you could go to to be alone and to calm down before. Now your space is their space. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. There's no other apartment to go to to cool off for the night. Yeah, and, and just a quick side note. You know, sleeping on the couch for a night doesn't mean that the it's the total end of the relationship. Sometimes no. you just need a little space to cool down. Totally, which is do what works for you. Yeah. I mean, whenever it comes to all this, basically, it's about um, communication. Yeah. So just be patient, communicate a little bit more. Uh, it is a transitional period, and it could be rough on everybody. Yeah, and it's stressful. Moving is always stressful. Yeah, so just some things to keep in mind. All right, another thing. What to expect when moving in together? It's probably in your best interest that you and your partner determine tasks before you move in together or in the very, very early stages of moving in together. The goal here, again, is to separate tasks so that everything is fair. Fair and equal are not always the same. Every relationship is different and every couple has different ways on how they choose to break things up. But it takes two people to run a clean, nice, calm home if two people are living there. Yeah. It's important that you break up tasks based on what works best. Yeah, and this all comes down to communication as well. Like as long as you feel that there's not too much responsibility laid on you and that you're comfortable taking on the responsibility of your determined tasks, mm -hmm. then everybody wins in this situation. Yeah. And if you don't feel like things are fair, don't swallow it and just keep it. It will build up. Yeah. Animosity will build up if yeah. you feel like things are not even or fair or equal. Yeah. So speak your mind, communicate about it. And if y'all... Both don't like doing tasks. Um, you know, let's go back to episode one, that spinning wheel. Just make a spinning wheel. Make or a like, Wheel of Fortune situation and Wheel of Fortune, the TV show, not the tarot card. Yeah. And <laughs> like write down, wash dishes, cook dinner, order groceries. Yeah, and spin and see which task you guys are doing for the week. Yeah, and just and spin And it can switch every shit. week. Yeah, and it can switch every week or if you're, Ballin' shot calling, just hire fucking somebody to help you out. Pay them adequately, but have somebody help you if you can't or if you're too busy. Yeah, which, hey, man, more power to you. Yeah, whatever works. Yeah. All right, number four. You should expect the same level of love and respect you received prior to moving in together. By this, I mean if you move in with your partner and they are different, not in a positive way. 
They're different as in they're more lazy. They're more jealous. They're more controlling. They start to guilt you about leaving or going out without them. Or you start to feel isolated. Or all of a sudden they start talking shitty about everybody else in your life. Or they're too clingy. Yeah. These are all huge, huge red flags. Take a step back. Take a breather. Yes, maybe you've signed a lease with this person, but a lease is much easier to get out of than a fucking... Shitty relationship. A shitty relationship, a marriage, a domestic partnership, having a shared responsibility together like a child or an animal. You don't have to do it. People make mistakes. Get out before it gets worse. Yeah. And... Go back to our episode on foundations of a happy relationship and give that a listen. Give that a read on the blog, lunita.nyc. Our red flags and our get the fuck out signs are really highlighted in detail. And people change. It's been my experience that the person I was living with prior to Justin our relationship was going great. We moved in together and he became increasingly abusive. Had I have known that, I wouldn't have moved in with him. But sometimes that's part of the game abusers and manipulators play. Yeah. So important to keep that in mind. Absolutely. And our last one for this list of what to expect when moving in together, expect a lot more emotions to arise. Please. Um, Again, this is a transitional phase for everyone. Be patient with one another. Be kind to one another. This also could be somebody else's first time living with a partner, both people's first time living with a partner. It could be your partner's first time or your first time living in a home that feels safe, living in a home where they have authority or power over their own lives, living in a home that's clean, a lot of different things. Home means different things to different people. And unfortunately, we don't all grow up in the best of them. So creating a home together is a big step and it takes a lot of reflection, growth, and patience with yourself and the other person. Yeah. And again, I cannot say this word enough. Communication. Totally. Yeah. All right. So with that, we are going to jump into some pro tip suggestions. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> You know what I'm going for, that like horn that goes off. Woo, woo. No, no, like in the like beginning of like a bunch of reggaeton songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, you know, I got you. That's my shit. Yeah. We'll All right, that. pro tip or suggestion number one. Both people should be on the lease here. Please. Uh, this could get very messy otherwise. You do not want to end up being the person that can't get in the front door and is left out on the street because your partner is a... Asshole. Asshole, yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. And we know that in some places, it is really hard to find an apartment. You don't want to be the one stuck looking for one on the fly because you don't have any rights to the home you created with your partner. Yeah. So please be on the lease. Yeah, it's a lot easier to sublet to somebody else than it is to prove that you were living in that space before. Yeah, if it doesn't work out, you can always sublet the space. You can figure something out, but 
that's the better option other than being fucking on the streets, which happens to people all the time. And it's no joke. Yeah. yeah. Right. Number two, openness in regard to your finances. Your credit score, your salary, how much debt you're in. Chances are all of that is going to come out when you are looking for a place to live with someone else. So there's really no point in being dishonest about your finances. Yeah, this is something that if you haven't already opened up with your partner about in the relationship, this is a good time to bring that to the table. Definitely. Finally, pro tip number three, splitting bills as fairly as possible. Fair does not always mean equal. So if your partner is making six figures and you're making 40 grand, I don't know if it's fair to live in a $5,000 apartment if the expectation is to split your rent 50-50. Everybody is different about finances. Everybody is different about how they feel about being the primary person making more money and all these other things. But when it comes to splitting bills, try to be as fair as possible. Fair meaning that nobody feels taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Nobody is left to feel guilty or ashamed of how much or how little money they are making because ultimately you can't take your money with you to the grave. That shit does not define you. And if you're with someone where that's their main priority, you got to have a conversation about it before you move in together. Yeah, and it, it should also be fair because you do want both people contributing to the household, even if the person making significantly less is contributing significantly less. You still want there to be that fairness so that there's not an argument down the road that, well, I have been paying your way through or holding some sort of financial. Yeah, no, we don't want that. Also, there's a lot of different ways you can contribute and not everything is financial. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. Example, I was a stay-at-home mom for a year and some change while Justin was still working. I had moments where I felt really bad about not making any financial contributions to the home. But I was contributing by raising our kid by myself when he was working. So, you yeah, know. there are trade-offs. And, it's and a trade-off. Back to communication. Totally. Yeah. As long as everybody feels that it's fair. That's the most important thing. All right. And that brings us to our wrap-up. So, um, moving in together is not something that should be taken lightly. No, only you and your partner truly know what's best for you and when the time is right. So, listen to your gut, have open communication, be honest with yourselves, and take it slow. You know, yeah, one be step patient. at a time here. There's no rush, friends. There's no rush. Yeah. If you don't move in together, that does not make your relationship any less than anyone else's. Not at all. Yeah, I know plenty of people who have done long distance for the majority of their relationship, and it's been cool, you know? Yeah, so don't feel pressured into anything. No. And ultimately, communication is key during this transitional phase. It's an adjustment, so it's going to take some time. And it might take more time for you or more time for your partner, but just remember to be patient and, you know, focus on having extra patience with yourself and one another. Yeah. And with that said, 
enjoy the time that you get to spend together. This is a beautiful phase in your life. It's a lovely feeling to wake up next to the person you want to wake up next to and not have to be like, oh, fuck, I got to go home to water my plants or else they're going to die. Now my plants are your plants, boo. Yep. So best of luck to everybody out there. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Be sure to check us out at Lunita Podcast. We want to hear comments from you, any horror stories that you had. We love a good moving horror story. We love a good moving horror story. We will definitely be sharing ours. Yeah. And um, we also want to hear any additional pro tips that you guys might have for us. Totally. Yeah. What works for you all. All right. So um, that's it for us. And we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. If you enjoy Lunita, please subscribe and leave a review, share with a friend, or share on your favorite social media platform. If you want to show even more support, consider joining our Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us continue to bring higher quality content to the world. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, at Lunita Podcast, and be sure to check out lunita.nyc for supplemental posts, additional material, and more. And if you haven't heard it yet today, you are loved, you are appreciated, and we will see you on the other side. Can you say thank you, everybody? Thank you, everybody.